Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. On yesterday's programme, we were looking at uh, those verses in Ephesians chapter 2 that talk about Jesus being our peace, who has made the two one, destroying the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility between Jew and Gentile. And you were making the point, Colin, just how important it is for us to understand this, because it's all about God creating one body out of the two. And uh, it's all about the salvation of the world becoming possible. Do you think we understand the significance of all this? Well... Uh, only a few people do, don't they? Only those that have revelation. I mean, the world doesn't understand it. Um, God understands it, and the devil understands it, which is why you see so much hostility to Israel and why there is um, a dedication on the part of some to actually see the destruction of Israel because they falsely imagine that, that therefore they can stop the purposes of God. That's, you know, but the devil can't stop the purposes of God. That's what's behind it. Oh, yes, absolutely. But in verse 17 here, chapter 2 of Ephesians, Paul makes a very interesting statement. Jesus came and preached peace with God to those outside his covenant with Israel, as well as those who are part of that relationship. Now, you see, we were seeing yesterday that Jesus clearly said that he came only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. When he sent his 12 disciples out, he said, do not go to the Gentiles or to the Samaritans. Go only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Preach the kingdom, heal the sick, and so on. Now, is Paul contradicting what Jesus said? No, no, not at all. This is the outworking of what I was talking about yesterday and, and also a few days ago, about the purposes of God. That Jesus came and fulfilled the purpose of God in a very narrow area, very small area geographically. But what he was doing was for the sake of the whole world. So here I am, I'm not a Jew, and I'm not in Israel, but I'm. But Christ is being preached through me. Why? Because uh, what he came to do was for the Gentile as well as for the Jew. So even though he confined his ministry to a very small area territorially, the significance of it was universal and eternal. So Paul can rightly say Jesus came and preached peace with God, because this is the consequence, you see, of what he preached of, of the gospel, and preached peace with God to those outside his covenant with Israel, as well as those who were part of that relationship. Now, through him, we all have direct and personal access to the Father through the same Holy Spirit who lives in every believer in Jesus Christ. Now, this is what marks us Christians off from every other person on the planet. 
We are the only ones who possess the Holy Spirit of God living in us. The Spirit of God can inspire people. Jews can believe the Spirit of God is with them. But it's Christians alone who have this prerogative, who have this wonderful, mighty privilege of having the Holy Spirit of God living in them. And we should treasure this truth. And, of course, the reason why God has done this is so that we will obey him, that we will fulfill his plan, his will, his purpose for our lives. So it's, it's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful that God has chosen to do this. So through him we all all believers have direct and personal access to the Father. God becomes our Father, Holy Father, Righteous Father, not, not just Daddy, Holy Father, Righteous Father, Heavenly Father, through the same Holy Spirit who lives in every believer in Jesus Christ. So as a result, you are no longer foreigners outside of God's purpose. So he's saying to the Gentile believers, you're no longer foreigners. You belong to Israel in the sense that you understand that now you belong to God's kingdom. You are no longer foreigners outside of God's purpose. You are not aliens but children of God, fellow citizens with all who belong to Christ. Together you are God's people and are members of his household. I mean, it's wonderful, isn't it? The, the immense privilege of all this. Your life together with all these other believers, no matter what race, no matter what background, your life together is built on the foundation of truth that has come to us through the apostles and prophets, Jesus himself being the chief cornerstone, the pivotal truth of the revelation God has given us through them. Jesus is the pivotal truth of the revelation that God has given us through the apostles and the prophets. In other words, this is what it means to say is the cornerstone. Everything, everything hinges on Jesus. Everything hinges on what, on who he is and what he has accomplished for us on the cross and how he has made it possible for us to be filled with God's spirit. Interesting, because then, of course, the minority of believers would have been Gentiles, the majority would have been Jews, a very different dynamic to today. Um, yes, now, you see, the, the time that Paul is talking now to the Ephesians was a very interesting time, because actually, probably that balance was altering. By the time he wrote Ephesians, there were probably more Gentiles than Jews, certainly in some of the churches outside of Israel. And, and this is why in his later epistles, he has to explain, like in Romans as well as here in Ephesians, he has to explain um, their relationship to Israel, these new believers, these new Gentiles, what their relationship to Israel is, because there would have been so many Gentiles 
now in the church. So the, these these later la, um, letters are written at this time when, because the church was expanding into the Gentile nations, that balance was shifting. Whereas in the first years of the church, nearly everybody was Jew were, were Jews, and for several years the church was predominantly Jewish. But now it is increasingly becoming Gentile. And of course, what we have seen in the centuries since is that it is predominantly Gentile with just a very small number proportionally of Jews that are believers. Uh, and what God says is, well, it will remain like that while the harvest of the Gentiles is brought in. Then there's going to be this wonderful move of God among the Jews and they are going to come into their inheritance. So how concerned should the Gentile church be for, for the Jews? Uh, very concerned. I mean, I, the, there's there's two ways in which to answer that. There should be no more concern for the Jews than for anybody else in the sense that we should be concerned for the salvation of all people, that every person is precious in the sight of God and he wills that all men should be saved. That is what he would like. So there's a sense in which we shouldn't distinguish. But there's another sense in which we see that God's whole purpose um, ever since the call of Abraham God's purpose is to work out his will in the world and in creation through his chosen people Israel, which is why all these, this massive number of Gentile believers have all, scripturally speaking, been incorporated into Israel. Therefore, we should have a special heart to see God's purpose for Israel fulfilled. Now, that is not uh, his purpose for a political state. You do have to make a big distinction between the political state of Israel and God's people Israel. Uh, we are not called upon to be um, supportive of a political state or to say that what the politicians in Israel to do is always right and is always the will of God because clearly that's not the case. But we do believe and see that God's destiny, the fulfillment uh, of his purpose when Jesus Christ comes again is very much based around this whole concept of us all being incorporated into Israel and therefore longing to see the harvest of the kingdom taking place among the Jewish people. So... Uh, it's very significant that in these last few years, in these last 10, 15 years, there has been an increasing number of, uh, of Messianic believers. Not, not just people coming to Israel from other countries like Russia, where they were believers before they came into Israel, but a number of the indigenous people that live in Israel are coming to the Lord. That, that's significant, I believe. And, and we should be very much supporters of um, the Christians, of, of the Messianic believers in Israel. And that does not mean just the Jews. It means the Arab believers and the Gentile believers as well because the broken wall of, because the wall of hostility has been broken down and because God is making the two one in Christ. 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 